Hey guys, welcome to Silent Pals, the real podcast with real people and mostly real stories. I'm your host, Sal. Uh, as usual, I mean, that hasn't really changed much since the first podcast. But today with me, I have my awesome guest, Mr. Steven Dumik. How most people pronounce it. That's correct. No, I feel like most people <laughs> pronounce it. Don't pronounce it that way, and I feel like they should. Slightly different. No, it's Steven Demick, a good friend of mine. Steven, how are you? I'm good, bro. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. I mean, I knew knew that I had to have you on at some point. How could I avoid it? As as hard as I may have tried to avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) Something brought you back. Well, this is the thing. This is not the first time I've tried to offer you to come on the podcast. (laughs) And I told, and I, and I, and I knew that I had to um, to bring this up because I felt it only right to, at some point, acknowledge that Stephen was supposed to come on. Uh, well, Stephen, you remember the date? I'm sure. When was it last year? It was last to? week. Right? Last week you were supposed to come on, and the day of, <laughs> and the day of, I flaked. Nah, dude. I flaked. I mean, you had a semi good reason. I did. For the most part. I did. I spent the day in prayer. Um, and I felt like I really needed that day, but I was a flaker. You were a flaker, and you didn't I was tell a me flaker. that. And you didn't tell me that. You just sent me the text. I know. Saying, hey, I dog. should explain why. Hey, dude, <laughs> it's not gonna happen today. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. The day of. The day of. The day of. I mean, it's not True. too bad. It could have been a whole lot worse. That's fair. I mean, it's not That's like fair. you're the people that I said you should be on the podcast and haven't talked to you since. I kept, what? No, there are some people who have really? like reached out to me and said I want to be on the podcast, and I said, "Sure, tell me something you want to talk about and come on." Yeah, never. Responded. Well, the minute you give somebody homework, they don't want to do it. That's fair. You know what I mean? It's like that's fair. But I proceeded to harass you at our young adults uh, <laughs> thing later. I got and on Sunday morning. On Sunday <laughs> and on Sunday morning. I mean, I think you should have like you know. And I was even talking with Casey because you texted me like today. Like, you texted me about today saying, hey, I hope today works. And then I let that text sit for about two days. And <laughs> then Casey true. said to me, he's like, hey, Steven's really worried because he said, like, I think Sal's still salty at me. Because I was. I, I felt so bad. <laughs> but, but, yeah, during church service on Sunday, Sal screamed and stopped the entire service. And he walked on the platform and he singled me out in front of the entire church. And do you remember what you said? I said, you dirty Iggy Azalea, Gwen Stefani looking baby bumper, blah, blah, blah. Get off the stage, you hack. That was during worship. It was during worship, and I I don't apologize for it. And you know what happened after I did that? You obviously ran off the stage crying. I did. Uh, Daniel went to go comfort you. And then John Mack grabbed my hand and said, this kid's a winner. And I said, thank you. I appreciate it so much. And then everybody started clapping. Mr. Harold got up and pointed out to me. He's like, you're the man. And I'm like, I know I am, Harold. Thank you. It was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful moment. For some. For some. Not everybody. Because I remember seeing you off stage, and I was like, oh, Steven's crying. And I sipped my coffee for like, oh. Good. (laughs) It was an amazing Um, moment. It was a beautiful moment that didn't happen. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, also, I want to point out that you're wearing a tank top, which I think I legitimately have the same tank top. Seriously? T- tank top. <laughs> <laughs> tank top. I'm serious, though. I think. Really? Did you get that at Old Navy? Yes, I did. And then, yeah, we have the nice. exact same. That's embarrassing. I have that shirt that you're wearing right I now. I know, because I saw it at uh, Dessert <clears throat> Oasis. We're not sponsored by Dessert Oasis, but if I could True. be, I'd want to be. 
Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I saw this shirt and I was like, hey, that's the sh same shirt that Steven has. I want it. I also got the same shirt that uh, Jess, our mutual friend Casey's uh, wife, I have the same shirt that she has now, except it's way, it was way too big, so I had to throw it in the washing machine immediately. Oh, did it's, it shrink to the proper size? Well, it's still pretty baggy, but like now it's a tolerable baggy. Oh, okay. Like before that, I looked like... Um, it's like annoyingly baggy. I looked like the kid, you know what I mean? That's just like, this is my dad's shirt. He hasn't been back in five years. <laughs> Super sad. He went out for the milk. He's still getting it. His scent is still on the shirt. They still That's can't find this milk. What's the milk called? I don't know. It's something <laughs> called New Jersey. I, I just... <laughs> oh Anywho, gosh. what's going on in your life right now, Stephen? What's happening? Uh, not what's... much, to be honest. Um, just working. Um, so I work at the church, as you know. Um, so doing a lot of ministry, it's been great. This summer, um, we're kind of smack dab in the middle of the summer now, right? Kind of. Like on the second half now. We're we're getting pretty close. I think, I think we're on the other half at this okay. point. Because I think once yeah. you hit the twentieth, mm. you met the other side. That's fair. I mean, for me, it's almost over. I got like three more weeks. That's crazy. And then I go back to good old Mount Pleasant, and I have to start podcasting with people <laughs> my own age. That's fair. Which is horrifying. I mean, it's not that saying Franklin isn't my own age because he was my left. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Because I forgot there's something I have to do because I promised Franklin I would do this. Oh no, I'm scared. Did you hear the Franklin episode? No, I haven't yet. Okay. Um, I gotta do this real quick. Hey, it's Steven. Because. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to start vibing. I thought you were gonna continue to sing me a no, serenade. No. Uh, because I started the episode with Franklin <laughs> saying, hey, it's Frank. Have you ever heard of the show, Franklin with the Turtle? I always yeah. sing that, too. Yeah, so all I did time. that, and I promised him that for, like, the next three episodes, I would do that with all my guests, <laughs> so it didn't seem like I was singling him out. Had to just sneak that in. I had to just get in. I'm actually going to try to make sure he's the next, one of the next ones, so I can do it to him again. <laughs> That's amazing. And he's an avid listener, so he'll hear this and text me and be really pissed. That's hilarious. But it's a beautiful moment for us. Anyways, yeah, I, I have to go back to school, and I have to start podcasting with yeah. classmates of mine, which will be <clears throat> interesting, and I'm interested sure. to go back, but I'm going to miss this. Yeah, totally. How am I going to get through my life without having constant Steven conversation? <laughs> Dude, we can have conversations whenever you want. Hit me up. I appreciate the offer, Stephen. Anyways, sure, uh, I brought you on for a reason. We have a topic in particular that we want to talk about, and I'm actually really yeah. looking forward to this. Uh, yeah. What is it, if you want to sum up our topic? Yeah, so basically the topic is showing emotion as a man, specifically. Yeah. So, that's the topic. That's the topic. That's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, yeah, it. that's it. Um, <laughs> No, I because I the reason why I even brought this up because I knew I wanted to have you on, but I didn't know exactly what I want to talk with you about. And yeah. you guys are doing a panel at Young Adults Ministry uh, at the Woods Church. You should check it out. It's a pretty cool place. It's pretty um, great. Um, and you had brought it up at some point about like men not being able to show emotion as much. That kind of like mm -hmm. like thing that's kind of in the atmosphere of today. Yeah. And I was like. I went up to you and I said, do you want to talk about that on my podcast? And that's the prequel to this episode that yeah. you guys didn't hear. Yeah. And you said, absolutely. Absolutely. So oh, it's good. just to, you know, range that question as it is, uh, men and so where do you think if you were to directly stem that to something, where do you think you would stem that? The idea that men can't show emotion kind of have to be one way 
all for sure. Yeah, I think there's different things that have kind of, or that are roots of that issue today. I think in culture you see a lot of, especially in the older generations, in the generations before us, um, this idea that you aren't tough if you show emotion, mm. or you're not strong if you show emotion, or you're not a good leader if you show your emotions, if you're vulnerable with your emotions. Yeah. And there's this idea that you have to be stiff and just power through everything um, and not allow yourself to be weak at times, um, which is honestly super unhealthy for men. No, it's super yeah. not good for us <laughs> to press, to not process our emotions. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I would say the roots are maybe from older generations and just how fathers taught their children and, and so on and so forth and culture and so yeah. many different things. But it's a weird kind of like traditionary, I don't even know if it's a word, but like thing that's kind of like passed down from yeah. man to man. I feel like the idea is that like, I mean, for a long time we lived in a world where it was like, it was preferred that nobody showed emotion, period. Right. It was one of those ideas like, you know, people are better seen, not heard, I guess, you know. But mm -hmm. I feel like that applies to children mostly. But most more and more people in general. Sure. But just the idea that, like, men especially had to kind of just put on a stoic yeah. act right. and just kind of power through. And, I, and I'm not saying, like, if you're a tough kind of guy and that's, like, your thing, then, like, by all means. But I think sure. emotion is very valuable. And the idea that... Yeah. It was jet and like I can f I can imagine it already like fathers telling sons like who because when you're a kid that's probably when you're most emotionally vulnerable sure and just telling them to suck it up and not just don't show it right boys don't cry yeah totally. is, a, is a movie that I think is out there I forget <laughs> I'm sure it is I'm sure um, yeah but and you say it's really bad for us on a mental I mean obviously it's bad for us mental health wise what do you think are probably the most like effects of that that mindset of just like guys not being able to show emotion yeah like what's the end result like what, of that? yeah like what do you what are what's the result yeah i think um i think it results in us not knowing how to manage our emotions hmm. and i think at some point if you're taught that way to live that way and to not show your emotions they'll be bottled up for so long and you're not going to be able to appropriately express them when yeah. you are in difficult seasons or when you encounter a difficult situation like you're not going to know what to do because all you were taught was suck it up like don't cry like yeah don't be vulnerable um so honestly i think sal like a lot of it too is a pride issue like we think that we are all that and that we like we already talked about like we have to be strong we have to be better than others um, and somehow not being emotional makes us better, like in our minds. But it's it's, weird. it's a weird. Thing. It's it's a weird thing, like because I always imagine it like from two different angles. You got the guys who are using it as like a pride thing and sure. saying like I can't do it because it would ruin my reputation as a man. And if I were to show any kind of outside of like you know ah I'm you know whatever yeah. guy, uh, it would like destroy that reputation that's like social standing sure or you got these guys out here who are trying to be like atlas carrying the world on their shoulders mm -hmm. all this pressure all this immense like you yeah. know expectation of them i just spit in the process <laughs> of that i'm sorry you're good uh, all this expectation of them and they like and the problem with the atlas thing is like atlas and the you know myth is like a is a god 
no man is God. No man can carry all that weight on their right. back, all that pressure, all that immense expectation without eventually crumbling. And I don't think guys see that. They can't. They don't see the curve of that. Sure. And yeah, it, it just you know it sucks. Yeah, and they don't realize that they actually need the support of those around them. Like, mm. We need the support of those around us. And if we aren't vulnerable, vulnerable with our emotions, vulnerable. and if we vulnerable, <laughs> um, if we don't allow others into what's going on mentally, emotionally, yeah, then that's a sad place to be. Like we need the support of other people. So. I think that the thing is also just like guys, like. It's very different, I think, for guys than I think for girls because mm -hmm. I think, like, and I'm all for, like, the empowerment and stuff like that, but at the same yeah. level, I feel like guys are kind of, like, in a very similar spot that they've been in for a long time in the sense where it's, like, not much has changed. The promotion of men, like, being open and real. Yeah. Because I think that that's a big problem. Even for me at college, as I experience a lot of dudes where I'm, like, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as much as any other guy, but, like, putting up, like, a facade. Like, sure. saying, like, I'm this way, like, when in reality I'm, like, I'm hurting inside. Mm. Because, yeah. especially up at school, you've got all these guys doing all these things to, like, compensate for the fact that they may be just in a really bad place, like, emotionally, spiritually, wherever they're at. Sure. But they gotta put on this act, like, this wall... Yeah. That they're fine, or yeah. like they're that they're like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm just a party, or I'm a crazy guy. Let's go drink some beers and whatever. Like, sure. When reality, like they're like, I can see, like I'm like, oh, dude, because like it's even in the things that they say. Because like one thing I can count on for most guys is that they can be pretty, like honest. Yeah. And you can see that in their like the way they talk. I'm like, hmm. are you okay? But like, how often do guys really get asked that? That's the question. Mm -hmm. How often like do people ask like a guy? Are you okay? Yeah, like, how are you really doing? No, Yeah, because, like, people can, obviously, like, you can shoot a text to a person within a second, like, hey, yeah. bro, you good? Right. But that's not the same as, like, someone coming up to you, like, arm on shoulder saying, hey, are yeah. you okay? Sure. And I feel like that applies to everybody, honestly, at the end of the day. Boy or oh, girl, yeah. you totally. need to keep people accountable. Like, not in the sense of, like, like hey, you have something wrong with you, and that's wrong, but more like, hey, I noticed this, this, and this. Are you okay? Like, is everything all right right now? Sure. Yeah. We even see that in, like, our casual conversations when we pass someone by hmm. in a store, on a, in a hallway, at work, or, or whatever, like we say all the time, how you doing? And our natural response right away is to say, good, how are you? Yeah. Without even yeah. thinking about it. Like... Are we really good? Are we just saying we're good? Like, I think it's just, yeah. like, it's weird how that instinct kind of works. It's mm -hmm. like, because I can, I'm even guilty that, like, with common discussion where I'll just say, like, good, good, or, like, I'm doing great, or whatever, like, that, sure. like, because I think at the same level, you got people who are, like, who promote this idea of, like, you know, when someone, like, maybe if it's, like, a stranger and you say, how are you doing, you say, good, you just keep going, but even with yeah. people that you know, like, you don't want to be a burden, you know right. what I mean? That's the weirdest thing about that ideal is that, like, you don't sure. want to be a burden to other people. So if somebody says, are you doing good, you just say good. You don't say, like, like meh or, like, yeah. I'm not great. Right. Because they don't want to be that guy that's just, like, you walk in. everything. Yeah, yeah, which is, it's kind of messed up. I mean, obviously, no, you're timing, but at the same time, sure. it's, like, that kind of sucks. It's weird how that works. Like, yeah. Can you think of, like, plenty of, can you think of any situations where that, like, 
might be applicable like where like guys often have to like suck it up or just keep it down yeah for sure um hmm that's a great question like just specific situations not like not in particular to you but just like in general in general yeah totally um i mean i think the workplace is probably a huge one Mm. like a lot of times especially for men like and women too but like right now specifically talking about men like the the goal in the workplace is to climb the ladder right the the corporate ladder to get the promotion to please your boss to um do 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 to accomplish tasks um and even just the american dream too like that's that's the goal is to do better and to get to a higher place higher position but i think um like in that situation we're so focused on accomplishing things and pleasing others that we don't ever allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Keep climbing the ladder, but where does it stop? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it never stops, really. It doesn't. You <laughs> keep doing what you got to do just yeah. to survive. That's the biggest thing sure. is you see all these guys who are living to survive and not to live. Yeah. They don't live life. They're just living day by day, just yeah. like, am I? this is going to get me this further. This is going to get yeah. me close. Like, even, like, you see these guys who need, like, substance. Yeah. Or things like that just jack up your body right. just to get by and make sure that they think that like their right. reputation or their social standing remains where it's at. They're so scared of that like yeah. falling apart that they're not focusing on the fact that they're not living, they're surviving. Yeah. And that's a, I don't know, it's like caveman stuff. Right. You can't live like that. Right. No, totally. No, that's good. Yeah, using those things as crutches, honestly. Like. No, yeah. I just think that... And I can agree with you in the idea of the workplace because the workplace can be a great thing. I mean, there's plenty of great work environments, but then there are plenty of environments that promote competition. And competition's good to some extent. But the competition where it's like, I gotta like put my foot on another guy's head just Mm. to get by climbing over people just to get to where I need to be comfortable. Sure. It can't be. That's like, that's not great. There's no, there's no, like, sure... You got a promotion, but, like, what does that benefit emotionally in the end of it? Totally. Yeah, and in that way of, like, so much competition while climbing that ladder, like you're talking about, like, as soon as you do admit that you need help, Mm. or as soon as you do admit that you're not doing great and you need to talk to someone, someone else is going to step on your head while climbing the ladder. Yeah. You know what I mean? The minute that you show an inkling of, like, oh, there's a person there. Yeah. It's like... I'm going to take you down just to get a little bit further myself. Mm-hmm. It's a man-eat-man world out there. Right. And yeah, for sure. So I'm kind of curious. What would you say are... I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. In your head, like, you think that there are, like, like guy archetypes of guys that people are trying to be. You know what I mean? Like, those mm-hmm. kind of, like... I don't want to say role model because, to some extent, like, maybe it's not a role model if you're looking. Because I don't think anybody should full-on imitate another person right but who would you say are like some guys that guys look up to like like that's the kind of man i need to be hmm yeah no that's a great question i'm trying to think here for me i like i think a lot of like uh like you know like an 80s action star kind of idea Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like everybody wants to be uh diehard Bruce Willis or everyone <laughs> wants to be Rocky. I yeah. like, I well for me, I can definitely tell you that like when I go on runs, 
yeah. I put in like the Rocky soundtrack <laughs> and I'm just running. That's this. a great answer, actually. Rocky is a great. Yeah. That's a great one. Everyone wants to go to distance. Right. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, this isn't to bash him at all, regardless of anyone's like political beliefs or whatever, but I think Donald Trump might be someone who would answer that question pretty well, who is kind of that person who's always having that tough face on, mm. who is always, you know, maybe not the most sensitive emotionally toward no, people yeah. in every situation. And again, that's not to speak on him politically or whether he was a good president or not. But, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of men really champion him in that way of like, he's strong, he's stiff. You know why? He's I think, ready to go. I think in my opinion, the reason why a lot of people do that is because everybody wants to do something that like their impulse, maybe not their gut or like the thing that they should do. Everyone wants to do what the impulse tells them to do. Yeah. But it's like often like our moral backbone that keeps us from doing certain things. Hmm. Donald Trump is the kind of guy to say the first thing that comes to his head. Right. And some guys look up to that in the sense where, like, man, I wish I could say that. Man, I can wish I could be that honest. Man, I wish I could do all that stuff and still be, like, flush with cash. Right. And I think that, I, right. I think that that's, like, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree that, like, there are certain things that, like, certain people out there in the world where I'm, like, I wish I could be as honest as they are. Sure. Or I wish I could just say whatever I thought and sure. still be whatever. Right. But. Yeah. That's the most political I've gotten in the conversation. <laughs> Even the mention of Donald Trump is political. That's for some str- I just like sure, to. Sure. I just like to remember it in the sense of like. Remember when he hosted the, uh, The Apprentice. Such a simple time. When he hosted what? The Apprentice. The Apprentice. I've never heard of The Apprentice. Am I think? Is it the right time? Is that okay. what it is? It's the one where he would like. There was a group of like kind of fam- semi-famous people would come on the show, and they would do a bunch of business stuff, all trying to become like Donald Trump's like next like. Hmm. It was like where the whole like you're fired thing came from. Oh, okay. I think like I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Yeah, and then he ran for president, and then that whole reputation <laughs> went down the crapper. Um, and then they gave a show to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Another. <laughs> That's another, another tough good answer. Guy. Yeah. Super tough guy. Super super tough guy. The accents half the thing. And the problem is that half I think sense. even in the discussion of like how media portrays like guys who are strong and tough and stuff like that and kind of got that like stoic whatever thing sure. like you know picture Gerard uh, Gerard uh, Butler in 300 and uh, that's his name right Gerard Butler no that's not it right mm, I'm not sure why am I blanking on the guy's name the guy from 300 Gerard Butler right I think so I'm not gonna look <laughs> it up if I'm wrong tell me later I don't know um no, but, like, it's also, like, the media does not portray. It's still very much in the past of how it portrays dudes. For sure. It's either, like, we're going to portray this dude as an everyman, all-American, like, you know, superhero. Right. Or, you know, yeah. everything. I, I've noticed, like, there's a lot of stuff where, like, guys will kind of just be portrayed as, like, losers. And it's like, there's no in-between. There's not a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. So where, what are guys going to lean towards? They're going to try to be, you know, all this stuff and try to compensate yeah. for something and in the process kind of lose themselves. Right. And that kind of sucks. For sure. Like the media hasn't, I mean, and I'm not saying full on, like there aren't good representation of guys. I mean, I'll give you this. I'll say this. Have you watched New Girl? A little bit. Yeah, I have. Uh, Nick Miller, Schmidt. Mm-hmm. And uh, Winston on that show, three perfect representations of dudes. 
Because that's how so me funny. and my friends act all the time. <laughs> there are plenty of stuff like, there's a show called Workaholics, I think is Gets Guys Perfect. It's a show me and my friends watch all the time. Um, yeah. And there's perfect representation of it, but there's like not enough of like, I don't think there's a good promotion of the idea that guys can be real with each other mm-hmm. and just have good conversation without that being like, you know, guys all of a sudden freaking out like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. No, just, that's good. And if I were to ask you, um, real talk with guys, say like guys just started doing it. What do you think that could be the, what would be the benefit of that? Of just guys, of the promotion of the idea that guys can be real with each other more often. Yeah. What would be the result of that? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, honestly, it would be something so strengthening for men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is the opposite of what culture portrays as something weak to do. Like, that's weak of you to be real. To tell your friend how you're struggling. To tell him how you're feeling emotionally. When in reality, those things actually strengthen us. Like, when we're vulnerable with each other, when we're real and open and honest, and we let other people into what's going on in here, um, that actually... You just gestured to his heart, by the way. I just gestured to my heart. Yes, I did. Actually, no, I went on the right side of my chest. What did you gesture to? (laughs) My lung. (laughs) (laughs) When you let people into your lungs. When you let people into your... (laughs) Uh, colon. Uh, <laughs> if my colon was up here, something I don't, would be that real would be messed something up. really wrong in there, Stephen. <laughs> I don't know what they did to you in homeschool, man, but that's not what they did to me in public. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm sorry. I made no, you you're good. Point. You're good. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also want to before you get. Uh, I want to say because I did think about this for a second there. Yeah. I think that guys often confuse the idea of like having real talk with real talk. Like guys can be honest with each other. I think I know plenty of like of my friends of guys like we're really honest with each other and yeah. we'll like be there for each other. We're really I think that's what's cool about most guy groups and like friendships is like it's, true. it's rock solid. Yeah. But I think it's just the opening up of insecurities mm. and problems. That's yeah. the real problem at the problem. That's the real issue sure. at the end of the day. Like, there is a real sense of loyalty to one another. Of course. Yeah, but when it comes to the deep dives of it's, your emotions. It's the minute that struggles. you that you, we start to poke at the sensitive areas that I think that yeah. the guys kind of, like, back off from. You get so uncomfortable like, and yeah. you just shy away from it. But back to what I had said about what do you think would be the result of that opening up, that yeah. deeper dive? You know, I think that would expand trust in mm-hmm. relationships. I think that would expand unity in our relationships um yeah just recreating the norm to where it's actually something that strengthens you to yeah. rely on each other yeah. instead of you know something that is weak mm-hmm. which i think is what is what is really messed up about the whole idea but yeah for me i so i did an internship out of high school in kansas city it was basically just like a spiritual formation internship um at this Christian organization and um, I was in a core group of like five guys the entire six months of this internship and over the course of those months as they progressed like we would really take deep dives together and our leader would like ask us all to be super vulnerable with things and like there were so many things that guys opened up with about traumatic things in their past or struggles that they face now addiction um, you know, whatever. 
um, they're facing, whatever a normal guy faces, honestly, in our world. Mm. Like, those, those normal things, like, the more those were opened up, the more close we got as a group. Yeah. And the more our relationship solidified, the more um, God honestly began to work in our relationships to unite us together. And it really was a strengthening thing because we realized, like, you're not meant to do life alone. Mm-hmm. Even in the deepest part of your heart and your emotions and your mind, all of your insecurities, all of your issues, like, we were meant to share those and not allow those things to get bottled up and all that pressure to build up. Mm. Because it's just unhealthy. So it was a super freeing thing, honestly, for our group and for a lot of the other groups in the internship. And um, so, I think that, and I 100% that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, the concept of brotherhood, not even just by blood, but like the idea of like brotherhood is such a powerful thing. And it is freeing just the idea that like, that someone has your back. Sure. And someone's there for you. Right. Like, I have plenty of friends. I have, like, I don't want to say plenty of friends. I'm not that person. But I have a good amount, of, like, a good solid group of friends where I could say, like, those are, like, my brothers. Yeah. Those are my guys that I can always go to. Right. When I have those feelings of, like, when I'm feeling, like, I have plenty of people where I can just go to and be like, hey, man, like, yeah. I was feeling this kind of way. Yeah. And I just need, like, some advice right now. Yeah. Like, I think that's so awesome when a guy can have that kind of thing. Not saying you yeah. can't have that kind of thing with a girl, because, like, anybody can be there for you when you need advice. But I think it's especially strong to have someone of the same, like, gender just to sure. kind of, like, relate to you from where, like, from the same standing. Like, hey, yeah. I know how you're feeling, right? and I'm here for you when you need me. Absolutely. I think that's just something that's really important. And totally. I think that there's a narrative out there that, like, you know... Or guys gotta be like, ah, no, what are you talking about? And then just kind of like bottle that crap down. And it's just gonna come up at some point. But like, if I can keep bottling it down and don't have to talk about it, then everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Which is not. Yeah. But. And that's totally on us when we do shut those things down. No, yeah. In our friends. I especially hate the minute when some, like, because I have, I can think of situations where I've heard, where guys have tried to get deep and then they immediately get shut down by like, their peers. Yeah, and they just laugh it off and continue on. Like, yeah. For sure. Or like when guys, yeah. I've had situations where I've had like, I know people who have like posted stuff on their stories mm. of like clearly kind of like a cry for help. Yeah. And then like proceed to see people just make fun of that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's something we should be making fun of. Right. Like, maybe they didn't like execute it in the best way, but we should still try to like yeah. talk to them. You execute know what I mean? some sort of compassion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in that situation. Yeah. And I and I would ask you this. Okay. What do you think do you think there's a line of too much emotion? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think there definitely is at some point. Um like you don't want to be well, I think you need to protect yourself also. Mm-hmm. You need to choose who you're going to be very open with. Um That's why I don't say like that's why back there when I said like I have plenty of when I'm like no, you don't, because you can't yeah. just do that with anybody. Right. That's weird. Yeah. You have to know that the person you're being open with truly loves you for who you are, truly cares about you, and that they aren't going to take your information and spew it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to, yeah, make sure you know those things. But if you know that someone has your best interest in mind, mm. and they truly care about you like a brother in that brotherhood, 
um, then you need to be real with that person. Like you need to open up to them and, and that's going to strengthen that relationship. But yeah, I think there is a line of like emotionalism that just goes too far. Mm. Um, not even in the sense of like picking the wrong person to be emotional with, like you need to be able to have lighthearted conversations and interactions with your friends. Like if you're constantly talking about your struggles and never getting a resolve to those no yeah then that's an issue too yeah like you know what i mean because there are some people who just like to to talk about the stuff to anybody who will listen yeah but when the time comes to make you know take action towards resolving those things they're like nah nah i just want to stay in this i just want to stay yeah negativity and i'm like that's not good like because then you're just kind of like wanting to like hear your own voice at a certain point yeah constantly and i i and i get frustrated especially because i've had the experiences with like i can think back there's a guy in my uh, high school who got picked on a lot because he would just say the dumbest like the dumbest crap yeah and that wasn't his fault he just really wanted to be a part of the crew yeah and i always felt bad because i've been in similar positions i think we've all had that situation where we really want to be a part of the group and we're like dying again so we'll say anything to do it and i would have to tell him like I, I remember a few times I would pull him aside. I'm like, dude, you don't have to just like do that just to try to be a part of it. Just like, yeah, be yourself and you'll be fine. Right. And he was so like fine with people just crapping on him all day that he mm. never made a change. Oh wow. And it made me really sad because I'm like, because that's the kind of guy who's never gonna know his own self worth. Mm. He's going to constantly go through life thinking my only worth is to be a punchline for other people. Mm. Yeah, and like, that's, that's my purpose. That's my purpose. And I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah. That's so damaging. Because there are definitely groups of people that, like, do that. Like, like, and I and I find that, like, even in, like, reality TV, you always got that one guy or character who becomes the punching bag of the entire series. Sure. And it's the same with, like, cliques or group of people. There's always that one person mm-hmm. that's always going to get, like, the shortest straw. Sure. And that sucks that that's got to be the way it is. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why some people can just be... And it's a difference of, like, t- like there's people who get teased. And yeah. teasing's fine. Sure. It's just when a, when a person becomes a punching bag, that's when we've gone too far. Right. Yeah. Everybody deserves to be teased now and again. For sure. Everybody deserves some recognition and appreciation yeah. now and again. Right. And when a, and when a guy gets all that it becomes so harmful to their to their demeanor to the way yeah. they are to their own security like yeah. you could just see that guy just go from like uh, a 10 to a zero it totally. sucks yeah and like you said their mindset goes to I guess this is just how it's supposed to be like this is how my purpose is supposed to be yeah like my worth is found in people making fun of me or people joking around with me constantly and never being serious with me or um, like I think I kind of experienced that when I was younger honestly in some of my friend mm-hmm. friend groups like always kind of getting picked on but I never really stood up for myself um, in the sense of like alright guys like this is being this is annoying at this point like just yeah. <laughs> like I kind of just settled for allowing that constantly in some friend groups and not others you know but um but it was damaging for me emotionally. Like looking back and even in my internship, I looked back on some of those moments and I was like, wow, like I, f- I feel 
like this really messed me up. <laughs> I but, honestly, um, yeah, yeah. That like, tough. I was actually gonna ask that question if you had any experience with that, but yeah. honestly, I can I, I can understand that a hundred percent because I've experienced the same thing. I mean, yeah, I can recall a time, like not even that long ago, when I just like I, I literally had my mom pull me aside. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You keep acting like I think." Like, I, I had noticed a trend where I would just act like a tough guy all the time mm. because I thought that was appropriate of me. Yeah. And my mom was even like, that does not feel like you. Yeah. That's not you. And when yeah. you do that, it seems like you're trying really hard. Mm. And then I really had to take a long look at it. I'm like, why do I feel like I need to do that? Yeah. And I think it's always, and like, for me, it was just the idea of like, I need to live up to a certain expectation of me. Sure. I need to be a certain way to make up for the fact that, like, me personally, I'm like, I'm not amazing at sports. I didn't do all the stuff. I wasn't on a team sure. in school. I wasn't doing all this stuff. I don't hit the gym on the regular or everything like that. Yeah. So I had to act a certain way just to, I don't know, keep some sort of masculinity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and sure. once I acknowledged that and kind of recognized that, I was like, why do I need to do that? Yeah. Why do I feel like I need to be that way? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been on like kind of like the process of just like being real. You know what yeah, I mean? Just totally. be real. Just be real with everybody. Don't put up like this front of yeah. like you got to be like this tough or cranky like sure. you know guy like negative. Yeah. And some people that's just their personality and they can't really sure. do much about that. So I'm not saying if you're like if you are who you are, then you're then like be the person that God made you to be. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'll say. That's what I'll say at the end. That's that's, that's a nice good. way to put it. <laughs> yeah, that's super good, man. So, uh, Steven, I love it. Uh, who would you say is a guy, is a is a is a positive guy that you look up to? Yeah, I think I have many. Um, one for sure that I was actually just thinking of the other day is John Crane. Mm. You know John Crane pretty well. Love Crane Dog. Crane Dog. So John is one of the. Uh, board members at our church and he's just about as real as you can get to be honest with you like the first time I got food with him just to get to know him more just to spend some time with him um, he probably broke down in tears like three times just talking about how much he loved Jesus (laughs) (laughs) and to see a man who was so strong yet so vulnerable to me like in those moments was like so inspiring to me like yeah. I admired that so much and just real with his emotions and the anguish he had in his heart for his unsaved friends and and the people in his life who he's praying for and even just recalling like God's faithfulness in his life like the way he showed his emotions to me was so like honorable and so respectable um, and yeah Man, he's just a super real dude um, in the way he interacts with everyone, um, in the way he does life with everyone um, around him. And yeah, I, I would love say John. I love John Crane. He's, he's awesome. He's a he's a yeah. great he's a great guy. I always see him as yeah. like this very like he's a funny guy. He is like he can make a joke that'll make you that'll crack you up. But For he's sure. also he's very wise. Oh yeah, totally. I can have I he. Like when I have a conversation, I always feel like he's really there for the conversation because you can yeah. you know plenty of people who are just there just to be like, yeah, uh, how are you doing? Yeah, uh, great Sunday. Sal, what's your major again? I gotta be like, ah, oh, this again. <laughs> Dang it! Dang it! Uh, guys, listen, it's a major that doesn't make any money. How many times do I have to tell you that? <laughs> um, 
for me, uh, and I'm not gonna like, cause I mean, a cheap answer is obviously your dad. Um, sure. But I obviously I look up to my dad. He's a great man. Yeah. Um, but for me, somebody that I have always kind of look up to is like a, just a great positive concept of a dude. Uh, you know, Les Nelson. Mm-hmm. Les Nelson. Yeah. It's right up there for me. Yep. Le- Les has always been like a guy who's really honest. Yeah. But also just like the most like kind-hearted dude yeah. you'll meet. Because, like, he's a tough dude. I mean, he's, like, I mean, you know, he's, like, I mean, if you, I don't know if you've seen Les lately. He's been putting it at the gym, man. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's getting, he's getting super buff. Uh, For sure. <laughs> super but, buff. but I, I, I literally have had, like, some of the most genuine, like, conversations. And he's always, like, comes out to, like, when we were on, like, uh, the Bold Conference trip mm-hmm. in Kansas City, he came over and prayed over me and just, like, mm. it was awesome. Yeah. Because he was saying, like, he's just a very, like, a kind soul. Like, you yeah. meet some people who are just a kind soul. Yeah. And for sure, it's awesome. That's amazing. It's awesome when you can, like, when you can walk that line. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a line of too much emotion and mm-hmm. too much closed-offness. Right. And you can, because it makes, once you're, like, opening up, so much more powerful. Totally. Because if you're opening up to everybody, yeah, it loses a little bit. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? For and sure. And it's like, but when you can moderate that and kind of just be able to be open and real with each other, it's a really, really awesome feeling. Yeah. And I think that, and I, I lost my train of thought there. And I think that's just awesome. Yeah. To put it in the simplest way. So. And Les is a master plumber. How could I even forget? <laughs> you know what? Something funny. Is it? It, and I think this is just what the podcast does sometimes. Is that when I'm in the middle of a conversation, I forget basic facts. <laughs> and I said I was gonna say Les is an awesome plumber. And I was thinking to myself, Les is a plumber, right? Yeah. And I know that. I know <laughs> that. But the pot it made me because I'm like I don't want us to look like an idiot when I post this later and say someone's like, no, he's a carpenter. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought he was a plumber this whole time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. So, if there's something you would say to guys out there who feel like they have to be one way all the time, what would you say to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, as a word of encouragement, know who you are before God first. I would definitely say that. Mm -hmm. Know that, like, you are loved by God as your father. Um, before anyone else and I think a lot of the root of this issue too is not knowing our identity you know what I mean like we need to know that we belong to God like that he created us that we're made in his image that he loves us that he cares for us that that he wants us to be vulnerable with him first yeah with our emotions and with our heart and with where we're at in life and no matter the situation or circumstance um so I would say that and also just be real with one another. Like, be honest. 100%. Um, don't be afraid to show your emotion. Um, and we talked a little bit about just, like, culture and those expectation, expectations that culture has on men. But you don't have to live up to those. Like, that's that's not what defines no. you. Um, you be defi- real. You define you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, you get to choose how you're going to act. Um, and I would say be real. Show your emotion to those who love and trust Mm. love you and who you can trust um, that you know that they have the best interest in mind for you Um, and as you do that I would say like just watch how that strengthens your relationships watch how that strengthens your heart as a man Um, 
and how that actually makes you stronger. So that's what I would say. It's amazing words, man. You should put that on a coffee mug somewhere. That's fantastic. Uh, I 100% agree with all that, though. Man, dude, it got really deep, and now it's going to get really light again. Are you ready for it? I'm let's, ready. Let's jump right into it. Let's all right, go. guys. So I'm really excited to introduce this whole new segment of the show. Nearing the end, I want. I thought there would be a cool way to tail end it uh, just so things didn't end always so profound, because I love a profound ending sometimes, but I also like a light <laughs> ending, and I thought Steven would be the perfect person to start this. We've got a lightning round now. All right. Quick lightning round. I have a short list of 10 questions okay. uh, I'm going to ask you, and just to get, yeah, you know, people know Steven <laughs> down like a little bit more. Uh, are you ready? And it doesn't have to, and it's not going to be like, you know, we're not going to elaborate too much on it, so I'll yep. just ask you and you tell me. For sure. Ready? Sweet. All, all right, right, lightning round starting now. All right. Steven Demick, what is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, probably... Nacho Libre. Amazing. Amazing choice. 100%. I'll just say that. All right, Steve. You're a married man. I am. So I question if I'm allowed to even ask you this question, but I'll ask it anyways. Uh, celebrity crush. Oh, gosh. Um, um, probably... You know what? I'll say a man crush. I'll say Ryan Reynolds. Fantastic. Ryan Reynolds. I was really I mean, helped. I was about to say, like, there's a right answer to this, and it is Ryan Reynolds. He's a handsome dude, for um, sure. All right. Do you have any cool <laughs> on our usual skills? Um, hmm. A lot of people are really surprised when I tell them I can juggle. You can juggle? I can. I, I can juggle this. four balls um, or three pins, like, you know, the bowling ball. Yeah, yeah. Pins. So... Yeah, that's kind of a super random. Clown camp had to pay off at some point, am I right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, favorite food of all time? Oh, gosh. Like a specific meal or a... A specific meal. Okay. Probably a chicken chimichanga from like an authentic Mexican place. I'm going to high five you because that's a great answer. It's so good. Uh, favorite holiday of all time? Christmas, for sure. 100%. For sure. Can't beat it. No, you cannot. Eggnog all day. Uh, what is next on your bucket list, Stephen? Oh man, it's next stop. Next on my bucket list. That's a great question. Um, I would love to travel to some cool places. To be completely honest with you, I don't have like a specific place in mind yet. Mm -hmm. But I do want to do that. I know that's a lame answer. No, it's, a, it's perfectly justifiable. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Uh, Steven, what do you want to be remembered for? In the simplest terms, what do you mm. want to be remembered for? <clears throat> yeah. The simplest terms, literally, like, just how I loved God and others in my life. That's awesome. That's it. Super, super simple. So Cheesy Christian answer. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, really? You know, take Seriously? it back to the church, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I like go through that entire podcast. I somehow knew that I was going to come out. I like go through that entire podcast without you freaking that up. Hey, Peter. You do it so much better than me. No, you. you do it great, too. Hey, Peter. Peter. <laughs> it's like that weird... <laughs> Pack your bags up, sweetie, because I believe you're about to eat it. <laughs> Patrick Warburton is an amazing actor and an amazing role model as a man. You That's should definitely so look for his work in the... In the amazing world of oh. uh, animation. So All right. 
my next question is this. In a world where there's Tyler the creator and uh, Michael the author, what would you say is your the title? What do you, Stephen the what? What is your title that sums you up best? Ooh, like that other people would say, looking at me, looking at me. What would life. you say about your, what would you say, yeah, sure, what other people say about you, what would you say about yourself? What would you want to be your the title? Hmm. Stephen oh. the what? That's a really good question. Um, I want to say lover, but that word sounds so weird. Steve. Not in the sense Steve. that most wait, people wait, think wait. of the word lover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my god. Stephen the lover. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, not in that sense. No. Stephen the like, lover. Yeah, that's not bad. I just want to love people. Else. No, yeah, yeah. That's pr- all right. That's it, Stephen. What do you want to say to the people of the world? The next time you get a chance, when you're at a Mexican restaurant, you need to get a chicken chimichanga. These <laughs> <laughs> correlate so well with the previous with, one. <laughs> with rice and beans, of course. But you have to get sour cream on the side because a lot of times they don't give you enough sour cream. Um, well, the world will take that, and I hope they hear you for that, because that's an honest and important thing that you've said. If you hear nothing else today. If you have taken nothing about the serious conversation we had before this very light segment, you better take away the part about the chimichanga, I swear to you all. That's right. Well, Steven, you made it through in a tank top in my cold basement, as I am also currently not wearing any shoes. I cannot feel my toes. That's but, right. Stephen... We made it through this amazing episode. Uh, thank you so much for coming, Bro, by the way. thanks for having me, dude. This I appreciate it. This was an awesome experience. And also, I'm happy to say that I no longer have to do, like, a whole, like, outro plug because I made a pre-made plug. Oh, So nice. now, all we have to really do now is say, cue outro. So, on the count of three, you want to say that with me? I would love nothing more, honestly. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Cue Cue outro. Hey guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed that awesome episode of Silent Pals. If you want to stay updated with us, uh, you should follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can get notified whenever new episodes drop. If you want some of that behind-the-scenes content or bonus footage, follow our Instagram at Silent Pals Podcast. That's right, at Silent Pals Podcast. And yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. So have an amazing week and, you know, keep living that sweet life. (laughs) Bye.